You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. We're walking through the series of what we're called caroling. You know, it's kind of hard when you get to the third message to kind of start preaching on kind of the same thing, right? We're talking about Christmas. But it's kind of neat, though, on each five of these series points that we're going to have or songs, it's that they are different and that that God's going to speak differently into all of your guys' lives. Um, The first service, I was up here sweating to death, and I looked like Pastor T.D. Jakes, Okay. So my dad was nice enough to give me a clean rag so I shouldn't sweat too bad on you. So I'm just telling you right now, that's just a warning to you because God has a special message for each and one of you guys today. And when we start talking about Jesus, it just starts wanting to flow out of me because it's the truth, right? There's some stories that we hear in the Bible that we can kind of be like, eh, maybe we don't have to apply that to our lives. But when we start talking about Jesus, there's no doubt in our minds that, that he is who he is. So, Oh Holy Night is the song that I got to get this week, okay? This song, the history behind it is kind of funny, okay? You say, Ethan, how is that funny? How is the song so funny? To me, it's this, guys. God has a sense of humor. He's going to use whoever he wants to use to get his word out to get his songs out. Okay, so back in, in 1847, there was, a, uh, there was a service that they wanted to do. They had an organ in one of the Catholic churches, I believe it was, and what it was is that the organ was just redone. So it was right around the Christmas time. So they wanted hit this, this French guy, the French wine merchant, to do this poem. Guys, in, in everything that I've read, what's funny to me is this, that he said, they said he's known better for his poems and being a wine merchant than he is for his church attendance and even his belief in God. You say, okay, well, that's just the poem portion of it. Well, within that year, they discovered that it should probably be a song. Well, this French poet had a friend and his friend went ahead and wrote the song. Well, the... His friend, though, is Jewish, right? And so it's kind of weird how we're singing about Jesus and his love, but neither one of them really believed what they were writing. To me, this is one of the most powerful songs. When you start talking about Christmas songs, in in, uh, in, in 1855, I believe, it was actually John Sullivan Dwight was an English, he was an English preacher, And what he did was he turned it from the French version of it to the English. And from there, that became the first song ever, a Christmas song ever put on the radio. And now we are where we are today. You say, Pastor Ethan, how is that funny? God can use anybody, anyhow, and anywhere because that song right now is still one of the most popular songs that you know. I listened to about 16 versions this week, right? Just, just to prepare, right? 
And, and so, and at the end of the day, there's a lot more. And that's only one. I didn't say anything like that. Anyways, so sorry. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited, guys, because when, when you get to preach through this, you start to realize God's love. And you start to realize who God really is, and especially when he sent his son. So w- there's going to be parts of the song that I'm going to read off of it for you. I will may bust out in a song. I may not. So just be prepared to plug your ears if you need to, okay? So Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, that you're an awesome God. I thank you, Father God, that your Holy Spirit's already here. I thank you, Father God, that you spoke in the first service. But God, I ask that you speak through me today. And for this service here, God, you have somebody that walked in this room that needs to hear this message. And I pray, God, that you would just be in my voice. In Jesus' name, we love you. Amen. All right, so this is, this is it, guys. The first point is God has sent a path or set a path of change from old to new. God has set a path for you from old to new. The song says, Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining, till appeared and and the soul felt its worth. The soul felt its worth. And thrilled of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks. In Luke 2, 8 through 21, it says this. In the same region, there were, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And in the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they, they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring good news and great joy. And for all the people... For unto you are born is this day in the I'm sorry in the day in the day the city of David the Savior. I get excited when I start reading his word, so I'm sorry, guys. I'll slow down for you. But who is Christ the Lord? And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel and multitudes and heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth among those who he is pleased. So the rest of the story goes this way. The rest of that verse goes this way, guys. This cracks me up. God's word is his word. It says this. It says, let us go over to Bethlehem and see these thing, see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. The thing, right? Not say, like, let's go see our Savior, or let's go see this baby, right? The thing. I don't know why that just cracks me up, but to me, that just makes it seem to them that, you know what? We don't know what to call him yet until we see him. And so in this verse, we start to see that there's a bunch of confirmations going on. One it's confirmation, it's confirmation to Mary and Joseph, right? They've already talked to the, the, their separate angels, right? The scary, the, the scary angels that everybody's like, why are you here and leave me alone because you're scaring me to death? But every time they're like, no, I got peace and I got joy and I got something pretty cool for you to know. I'm just here to just pass on a message. Soon there's going to be a king. But now this message was sent to them The shepherds saying the king has now arrived. It was confirmation to him, 
to, 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 to Joseph and Mary, and it was confirmation to, to those shepherds. Something that, that really stuck out at me was this. As shepherds, they were the first ones to be told about it. They were the first people on this earth to be told about it. Somebody who walks in sheep poo and gets to push around sheep and do, do all the hard work and dirty work. You know, there wasn't a priest that was told about it. There wasn't anything else. The, the Magi's even weren't even told about it until after the fact that these shepherds were told. You say, Ethan, why are you saying this? Because, guys, God's word always lines up, and there's always a purpose to his word. Who's our shepherd? Jesus. He used the shepherds as an example of saying, I can use anything or anybody to do what I need to do. You don't have to be a priest to do what I ask you to do. You can be a shepherd. How cool is that, guys? I don't know if that, that, that gets your blood going, but it gets mine going. It even gets my blood pressure going a little bit higher than my medicine. But, you know, I just, I just want you guys to understand, God's has set a path from, from when, when Jesus now became just somebody talking or just an angel talking to Mary and Joseph to now the reality is true. The Savior has now hit the earth. It's in the form of a baby in a manger. How cool is that, guys? Point number two. The humble servant. So the next part of the song is fall on your knees oh hear the angels voices not very angelic angelic angel angelica angelicus it's not very good right that's not the joy of the lord but that's the joy of the lord in my heart okay he didn't give me much gifts of music much gifts or be able to speak proper english either but in saying this guys is this it's very important to understand that when Christ came to this earth, he had to humble himself to do it. Let's read, let's go ahead and read Philippians 2, 4 through 8. It says this, let each one of you not only, not look only to his own interest, but also the interests of others. Have this mind of young, I'm sorry, have this mind among yourself that yours in Christ Jesus who through he was in the form of God, did not count equally with God of the things he had grasped, but exempt himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, and for being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and earth, under earth, and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. My first point in this one here is this. Christ's humility. Christ, as I talk through my, my rag, Christ first came to this earth as a baby, but not just a, 